The Three Stooges, four Stooges. You think you can pull it off, Derek? Try it, Joe. Who's with us first? Our good friend Derek Verici, co-owner of Gorilla Tattoo Studio up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Interesting guy, right? Very interesting guy. World-renowned tattoo artist, illustrator. (laughs) Also, he used to box. Yes, Golden Gloves champion, boxer. What else? You know who he's a professional at? What? Fisherman. For a professional fisherman. Right? That's the stretch, I think. But yeah, oh, I do, what is I do okay. Prodigy. I, I fish with the pros. But. A huh. prodigy guitar player. Yeah, he's really good. This man, anything Dude he rips. picks up, he can do it. He's and he does looking. it well yeah. at a high level. Thanks, Welcome, fellas. Derek. I appreciate it. Thanks. What the hell's going on? What is this? A long I think my phone's going nuts here. Yeah, hold on. Push the button. Shut it off. <laughs> yeah, so he's good at everything except shutting his phone off when we're doing the podcast. Remember when Derek came with us on tour? He was he sold merch with us in Europe. Yeah, we had like, a good time. He's kind of like an airhead, though. He forget everything. Oh come on! Remember I when had, we say I was, go? I was jet lagged for the first two weeks there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. He was like a zombie. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That though. was awesome. And yeah. Derek does push-ups every morning. You know that he wakes up, does push-ups, sit-ups like an old man. Oh yeah. Like old school, like Robert De Niro on Cape Fear. He's How many? Like two, three hundred? How many do? Nah, like twenty. Twenty? Yeah. <laughs> just to loosen up. You yeah, know? It's just to get the day going. Come on. He's 20. like Jack LaLanne. Yeah. <laughs> Jack LaLanne. Oh my Yo, God. Yo, is he still alive? No, no. He's been dead. Well, I don't want to be like years. that guy then. Yeah. He's in great shape, though. <clears throat> he was, oh, he, he, was. he lived to be almost 100, I Didn't think. Didn't he swim and pull the barge or something like that? Oh, I don't know. Or we just shake stuff like that. I don't know. What do I know? That sounds like something he would do. So we're back and we got. An extra guy, because last week we had Ray with us. Everybody liked Ray. Ray was such a great guest, man. I love that awesome. dude, and he has the funniest stories. And Did you see how I got him drunk and then started asking him questions? He opened yeah, up a little bit. That tactic. he normally wouldn't talk yeah, about? That was a good tactic. <laughs> you dummy! I have a funny picture. I'm going to tweet after this, but it, it's a picture of uh, me and Ray from Spanky's back in the day. Oh, oh, oh nice. And Ray's probably like 13 years old. And, nice. uh, yeah, it's a good I'll picture. send you that one of me and Ray when he was. Remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. double when it you up. Set him off on the pick wrong stitch. Path. Not me. I didn't send I think him I got down. some pics laying around when we were living together in Scranton. That's right. You, you used to live with Ray. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I don't, I don't remember Derek when he was a little kid, though. Oh, man. He looked. How come? The same, but not. He was more skinny. Yeah, I was very little. Now yeah, he probably built. was intimidated by me because he knows I'd smack him around, throw him a beating. That's what and, it was. And know. now look at him. That's now he's a freaking weirdo giant. Man. Giant. How tall are you anyway? 6'4". You see that over there, guy. Joe, on the wall? The lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek's the tallest guy on all the lines. <laughs> That's because Darren's never here been here. Here uh, in the fortress, we keep uh, like an old family would do. Right in the fortress, we keep lines of everybody's heights. The lowest line of any adult is Luke Rota. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we gotta keep. We like if we did feet lines, his would be the smallest foot oh, line. Too. Even out of the kids, he yeah. have small feet, Luke. Oh my god, really? Tiny. Baby feet, they call them. It's Jeez, like a deer yeah. hoof. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's almost no like oh protrusion god. like from the front. You it's can't tell if it's a heel foot. or the back of the foot or the front. Oh, oh, it's like the uh, <laughs> Mr. Crab's foot. Yeah, the old Chinese ladies that had the feet binded. <laughs> oh like my that. god. 
Luke, like, I'm not hard. a part of this. I can't Fucking believe he can even stand up without falling over. It's crazy. So you you haven't had some of the big big guys here though. Well, uh, Zach Barron's up there. Big Zach is way bigger than me. You know, yeah, no, 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 no. Those guys are. But Zach Barone, he's he's tall kid. He's yeah, up he's there. over six foot. Definitely. Yeah, me, I'm just at six foot. I'm right underneath you there. <laughs> is Matt Joe on that one? Yeah, I think I'm up there. You're oh, over six know. foot too. No, six I'm one, five eleven, man. Five eleven. I try to stay just under you. I try to stay just under six foot. So okay. that's how we do here. We keep it family vibe. That's why this past weekend, for our friend in London, we got together. We played a show in Reading, PA. Last minute notice, two weeks notice. Chris from Club Reaver put it together with the help of Ziggy. They put together a benefit for our friend Ammo, who's having some hard, uh, hard times, some legal issues where he got blindsided by the authorities. Bullshit trumped up charges. So anyway, we uh, we got together. We played a show with Mushmouth, Strength for a Reason, Dys- Dysphoria, Dementor. Who else played? Oh, uh, Departed, Joe Stanley's new band. Yeah, they're good. And uh, that might be it. Anybody else? I think there was one more on there. There might but, be uh, one I, more. I unfortunately was not at the show because my son had a birthday party that day. Yeah, it was a bad timing, but we had to get it done quick because that was the only Saturday available at the club. Yeah. But yo, he, he basically put a curtains in the club and he cut the club in half. Nice. Good it size. tightened it up and, yeah. made it, and made it feel nice. Yeah. Tight size, man. Like a good size for that kind of show. Yep. But we raised a lot of money, maybe uh, $167,000. Nice. Ah, very good. And uh, yeah. A little drop in the bucket. Yeah. So for uh, we were we were excited, so we flew Ammo out here with some, some of the extra money. And uh, Ammo, how you been, buddy? Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. I'm so happy to be in the United States again. Happy to see all my friends, and I really appreciate the support. Ammo, listen, man, you know that we love you. You know we do anything for you. And you, you know I love you too, Richard. Is, could you tell us anything, what went down in London? Like, what's going on here, man? It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, legal trouble. I can't really go into too much details. But um, there was an incident. I'm not really at liberty to discuss uh, all the... Uh, uh, details. All right, we got uh, we got to let the people in. That's not really ammo. All right. What? That's that's who, Mad Joe, one of Mad what, Joe's great I, imitations. Uh, you, what do you call that? When it, like Rich Little? I mean, not an imitation, but uh, impression. One impression. of Mad Joe's great impressions. Ammo from London. That was really. So awesome. if you know ammo, you're loving it. If you don't know it, you just heard what he sounds like. That sounds like him. <laughs> I love ammo. You what did a, a good nice Hoya guy. Rock before. Yeah. I Let's love interview Hoya, Hoya quick. Oh shit. Oh, go ahead, get ready. Go do a little call for something. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go warm up. Hey, call, him, call him. Call Chris. Call him All real right. quick. Got him right now. There you go. All right, it's ringing. Hopefully Hoya answers. It's ringing. Pick it up and answer, Hoya. <laughs> Yo, what up, nigga? Hey, Hoya, what up? We're calling you from the Post America Podcast. How you doing, buddy? What up, nigga? <laughs> Hoya, do you say anything else or that's just it? <laughs> what up, nigga? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's another another great impression, man. That's who else you got? Anybody? Fantasy bullshit. Fantasy. What up, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> that's on point, man. That makes me think like his face, like right now. That's that's good. That's two good people you can imitate. Could you imitate any rotten people? Ooh, who do I know that's rotten? I try not to associate with rotten people. Just mean, cold, rotten people. Yeah. Maybe uh, I don't know. Who's give me a, give me an idea. What who's a got? real jerk? Who's an a hole? Mm. 
Could you do uh My son was making me do Bernie Sanders the other day. You could oh. do Bernie? Yeah, let's hear Bernie. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I don't know. It would be better if I had like a script, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of like uh Top one percent of the top three percent of the last five years, the last ten percent of the yeah. top one percent of the last three percent. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. You, you sort of made him sound a little, a little Englishy or something, right? He kind of had it like a yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you might be mixing up the ammo. Yeah. That's fun doing voices. That's pretty fun. I enjoy I like it. That. You know, I really enjoy it. It's a good time. Oh, you know what voice I like, but the people would never know who we're talking about is your uh, sister's husband. Oh my god, man! My sister's married to an an odd character. He's sort of a religious <laughs> mafia guy. Yeah, it seems like he's uh like he's he's pretending to be religious so that he's he doesn't get found by the mafia or something. I, I never met that guy, but I want to meet that guy. He sounds funny, man. Call him, Chris. Chris, call him. <laughs> I only yeah, I got Wait, what's his name again? His name's Bill. Okay, call him. okay, call him up. Let's get Bill. Over. All right, let him answer. All right. Hello. Hey Bill, how you doing? It's Richie, yeah, Post America. Dita, 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 hurry! Get me the cheese. I need some cheese for my my marinara sauce. Yo, I heard you had a problem with uh, Mad Joe naming his son Anthony. That's a horrible name. <laughs> Anybody named Anthony ends up being a criminal. That's really what he said to Jotham. Horrible. He? That was supposed to be my name, Anthony. When this guy, when he came to the hospital. Anthony was being born. They said he said, "What's his name going to be?" He said Anthony. Right at the hospital. That, really, no, really the day <laughs> the day my what? son was born, he said, "What what are you going to name him? What are you going to name your child?" <laughs> you really that's a little bit of a like a more feminine Marlon. Yo, he's got like a black It's a more feminine. And I said, uh, I, "Oh, Anthony, that's oh, a horrible name. Why would you ever do that?" I need Anthony. I know I grew up to be a criminal. Wow, that's crazy. So uh, yeah, he's an interesting character. For some reason, yeah. I like uh, I like I like imitations, impressions. It'd yeah. be fun to do like a little like a variety show, man. I Imagine just saw uh, on the internet a debate between it was like an hour long debate on Comedy Central between Trump and Sanders. You see that? Yo, that's no. James Adomian. Yeah, James Adomian does the funniest Bernie Sanders. And the Trump, and the Trump guy Trump was insane. Too, yeah. dude, it was uh, what's perfect. His name is uh, uh, Dan. Uh, I can't remember. They're both like. Uh, like improv actors, yes, yeah, real good at like. I said, "There's no way I could." I saw that the video was over 40 minutes. I said, "I can't watch this for 40 minutes." I watched the whole thing, man. Yeah, it was hilarious. Wow. Yeah, they're funny. But we're getting man. sidetracked anyway. So I hope you enjoyed uh, Matt Joe's impressions. He's coming to a city near you. Where's your next show? The Improv in St. Louis. <laughs> the Improv. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna be doing an open mic soon. Yeah. Yeah. What's your problem with closed mics? I never hear you doing closed mics. Nobody can hear me. Are you racist against closed mics? I have yet to hear you. Nobody can hear me when I do a closed mic. Let's so talk to our guests a little bit. Oh no. So you said you're not a real professional fisherman. No. Why are you a fisherman at all? I'm wondering because that's the bo- most boringest thing that somebody could do. You got to go with somebody that knows what they're doing. Even then, I I could imagine it's very boring. <laughs> it's it's not for me. It's relaxing. But how about sleeping? Can you take a nap? And watch TV? I don't mm-hmm. sleep much. Well, if you go fishing, it's the same thing. So you got to hold a stick. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I ride with the pros. I just co-angle. That means when we go to tournaments, ride with the pros, sleep with the fishers. That's it. Derek, yeah. what's the biggest fish you ever caught? Bass. I only fish bass, really. Uh, Florida was nine nine point twenty something like that. Nine pounds. Did you eat it? No, I don't eat. I don't keep any fish. How about catfish? You ever catch a catfish? I have. Yeah. What'd you do with them? I 
put them back in the water. <laughs> Did it have whiskers? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. There's a dead catfish in my pond right now. Yeah? Yeah. Damn. I got to fish it out of there. Leave it like in there. or something. Let the clothes get them. could eat that one. No, it's dead. It's floating <laughs> it's just... upside down. Oh, Anthony, Anthony found it on the rocks in the creek, oh. and he threw it in the pond. Hmm. Try to save it. How the hell He's did it get out of the rocks? He's to be a criminal. He's no good. He's no good. Yeah, uh, remember a couple of weeks ago, there was a big flood? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, last time there was a big flood. It got flushed Same out thing of the water. Happened. Yeah, it pushes these fish up, and then when the water recedes, sometimes they're in a bad spot where they can't get back. That sucks. They'll be in a puddle oh, for a little bit, you, you. and then the water comes down, and then they're stuck. Damn, what if they know what's going live, on? Catfish can live a long time out of water, too. I don't know if you ever saw the river monsters when he's at the market. Yeah. And they live for, like, hours and hours. It's nasty. They grow, yeah. like, white beard. and. So, basically, it's like us being caught in a flood. Yeah. Them <clears> being caught in a dry spell. Yeah. <gasps> We're opposite of fishes. <laughs> you know what? Derek used to live with Ray years ago. Yep. On the south side of Scranton. Yeah. How was that? Good time? Yeah. Yeah, we all bounced around into each other's houses. Did you run in the time, streets so. back then or what? Yeah. You know? No, nah, we were both pretty bad back then. But. How many killings you got? <sighs> How many dead bodies in Scranton you leave behind? <laughs> Don't talk about that, Derek. Yeah, Don't talk about it, Derek. Yeah, but he was, we were always pretty cool. Uh he knew you guys before I knew you guys. He was OG, son. Yeah. Still is, baby. Yep. Back in the day, walking around with a crown on my fucking head. What are you looking at? <laughs> People know. Oh, they know. Chris hates when he just had a heart palpitation. He, was like, <laughs> he, looked at, he looked at Joe for Joe he to got, like hit me or he something. He got Ajita. Joe, will you hit him, please? Joe, tell him, please don't yell like that. He's got to run levels every time. Listen, <laughs> the people love when I yell. Yeah. Yeah, they love it when it crackles their speakers. They're in love with that sound. It's not. It's like dynamic. It's funny, Chris. It's Check great. this out, Derek. Do stuff. you listen to so, the show at all? Yeah. You're familiar with it? Yeah. Do you like when I yell? Yeah. How about your wife? She like it? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, that's the good part. I keep so there, I'm Chris. Not, I, can't, I can't lie. Sorry, Chris. You have to mess with the levels still. <laughs> no. Okay. Nah, leave it. Let it crack. Come it's on. one of my favorite parts because it's usually. That's funny. Especially if you got earphones and I yell real loud. Yeah. And yeah. Fucking like, <laughs> Yeah, it's always in the car for me. So how was that, Chris? That was that was Joe. That spiked every mic. Yeah. yeah, I don't yell like that. I back it up like a little bit when I do. It's it. not so See, bad. You know, in the car, it's not bad. The proper way to yell. Oh. So you're familiar with the show, then? Yeah. Sometimes we have people write us letters or emails. I mean, sure. And uh, they ask us questions because our opinions are, are very important to them. Yeah, I like that part. So uh, sometimes we save lives here. <laughs> so Joe got a couple it's in the true. email. I Maybe got you can one. help us. See, see, this is the thing. It's like Joe picks and chooses because he gets a lot of crap. I do ones. pick and choose, and there is a lot of really shitty ones. A lot of people just want to praise us, you know. We come on, we know. <laughs> Leave us alone. You get some uh, good questions. I got bro. one. Let's see here. Oh man, there's a lot of like, There's a lot. Yeah, Joe got on a jujitsu uh, hoodie, by the way, for all you jujitsu fans. I'm trying yeah, to learn man. how to say that right. Terry Brothers Jiu-Jitsu. Terry Brothers Jujitsu. Oh, was, you know that cool Derek hoodie. is kind of like anti, like MMA guy. He's a boxer. See, I knew the, he's going to do he's this. He's a boxer dude. I'm not anti though. Come on. I just don't understand. You would like them dudes. I like it. Come on, man. They come. I respect it. Any son. any two guys getting in a ring on a mat, I respect it. You got it. Yeah, what if they're getting in there to make out? You respect that, you weirdo. No, Jesus <laughs> Christ! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> For all the gay I respect friends, respect the hell out of that. Yeah, that's crazy. Didn't Borat do that in that movie? Not yes. Borat, but his other character. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. that was insane. If that was real, that was a crazy move. 
he set up that hillbilly crowd like nobody else. Did you guys see that new one with him in it? I didn't see that. The uh, where he's the world leader guy. I didn't see that one. Yet. So it's pretty. Wait, good. is a new? No, there's another one. No one. Oh, there's a brand new one, but he's I'm not. The spy's his brother, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, 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 I, it's like the brothers Grimm, but it's called something. Supposedly else, right? something so crazy happens in that. That did you see it, Jimmy Kimmel? No. They, no. They, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel's like, I can't play this scene for the people at it's home. It's that crazy. But I'm gonna play it for the people in the audience, and our camera will be on the audience. The audience, you would think they were going to, like, whatever they were looking at, they were laughing, but looked like they were going to throw goes, up at the same time. He goes time. above and beyond, though. He's, it probably yeah. his dick's out in every scene. I, I don't know. That's, that's what yo, he does. I, I made me want to see the movie, though. And I don't really The Brothers Grimsby. That's, that's what, what it's it called. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Brothers Grimsby. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, the one brother's real cool, and the other one's like a degenerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I could score a free ticket. That's what I call out. the Dell Brothers, the Brothers Grimm. Oh, the Dell Brothers. That's what I from, tattooed uh, on them, yeah. From Reading. Yeah, good dudes. Yeah, nice guys, man. The young kid, though, he's getting bigger than his big brother. He's going to throw him a beat. Watch out, Jake. Yeah. Solid. Jake thinks he's, they're all like old farm boy types, you know? Well, Jake's relaxing hunting uh, zebra now. He better not get too soft. Yeah. saw that. Yeah. Kill the zebra. (laughs) People go crazy. The vegans will go crazy over that. Yeah. Come on, Joe. What do you got? All right. I'm having trouble finding the the, uh, exact uh, email that I got. That's a lot of questions. But I remember the gist of it. I just can't remember the guy's name. Basically... He was saying he's nice. Sorry, he's in buddy. the union. His father's in the union. Yeah, and he knows that you and I are also in the union. Damn right. So he was uh, asking my opinion of non-union workers. Kill him. And how how do I feel? Do okay. I do I consider all non-union workers to be rats? Rat bastards. Oh no. That was of course not the question. Of not. So I, yeah, no, I don't. That's I, I consider non-union workers to just be guys. Trying to have a life and make some money. It's, yeah. Everybody's got to work, right? In this now, there type are of society. examples of some real dumb motherfuckers that were in unions and then went out of the way to pull out of union and turn their states into right-to-work states, yeah, that's which sounds shit. good. And then they all they see is all their pay go down, benefits go down, and everything. But they're, like where we live here, there's no unions. I mean, there might be, you know, some of the bigger projects, but it's mostly residential. So there's no unions. These guys yeah. work hard, just as hard as anybody. And uh, carpenters, concrete guys, bricklayers, wallpaper yeah. people, painters. You can't really count the wallpaper and painters like as a real, <laughs> you know, construction jobs job. You know, sorry, Evan. But like for the other stuff, where you actually, you know, have it's to like do interior, hard work, interior design. And we all grew up doing that yeah. kind of work. It's it's you know you have to make money. What kind of work did we, when my first job around here? Well, it was actually nothing to do with construction. I was a pin setter, but I'll talk about that later. What is a pin setter? Oh, you're gonna talk at about a it bowling later? alley? Yeah, in a bowling alley. Oh, There's okay, three yeah. lanes, really, and it wasn't automatic. Oh shit! I was at a resort called Birchwood Resort. Three lanes, get, people would bowl. I would jump back and forth, and like if they knocked down four pins, I had to clear those four pins. And then another one, and then they get a strike, I got to set them all up real quick. That's crazy. And I'd live off tips. Like, you know, yeah, so you throw me 50 cents cheap <laughs> Yeah, well, kind of, what do you tip a pin setter? <laughs> yeah, they never I never lane. tipped a pin you gotta setter. flick it down the lane. But you had to do like a little trick. I'd be like singing and dancing uh, while I did it, you know. <laughs> Did you have like a broom or a mop or something cool? Yeah, a little maybe spiritual songs, you know. Uh But uh, my first construction, or like, I don't know if it's called construction, but it was clearing lots for new houses. So I worked with this Indian guy named Chief. I don't know if that's his real name, but he used to drive a Corvette. And he was a big Indian with a ponytail. Big! Like American Indian. So don't get all upset. I'm saying the right way. So, uh. 
He would pick us up, three of us. In the Corvette? In the Corvette. He'd take us to the spot. He would mark the corners of the property. He'd leave a chainsaw, an axe, you know, a couple other tools. He'd leave it, come back. We'd have to clear it, clear it all out. <laughs> Cut down trees. Wow. How old were you? Ah, maybe f- between 14, 15. You know what I mean? Something like that. So that was my first thing. Then after that, I started meeting guys that actually build build houses. I worked with Joe. Joe got me a job with a... Mainly you guys did sheetrock. We did siding a little bit. We had some horrible stories. But we know how it is, non-union. You know, it's the same work. You do what you got to do. The, it's just the, the difference is you're paying your benefits. Yeah. So I guarantee you that if you offered the pay and benefits to anyone who's not having it, they would say, yeah, yeah how do I do that? Oh, you join a union. But you can't just join a union like that. It's not that easy. No. Yeah. Every Well, it, sometimes it is, but usually it's a, there's a, a long arduous process to get into a union it's a desired thing this is the difference when out here in this non-union area non-union guys seem to really dislike the union and they talk a lot of shit and before i was in the union i heard if you're in a union you don't work you don't do anything it's easy you get paid for nothing i would never do that you hear the same stuff yeah absolutely and in the union i don't hear them talking shit on anybody else because they're just doing their thing and your and your back hurts and, and your your, hands hurt your, ass. And your knees yeah. hurt. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Jeez. mainly the reason why. So you're I don't not think people shit. are really aware. Like I think people get get you know are mistaking the different kinds of unions. Like we are in construction trade unions. We're not in like unions that are controlled. Like we're not in like a police union or a teachers union or you know a union that gets paid by the city. You know what I mean? It's a different thing. Like, the only way our union exists is through our own dues. Yeah. So we can't take advantage. We're not taking advantage of our own union. Like, uh, a teacher's union, some people have a problem with that or whatever. Who pays them? How does it work? It's through the state. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people mistake. What, what is ours? Private, I guess? Private unions? I guess so, yeah. Well, I guess so. That's the difference, but people don't understand that. So as soon as they hear you're in a union, the typical right-wing dummy idiot redneck hillbilly degenerate thinks that uh you don't do anything all day and and i would i would compare i would say the hardest the hardest workers i've worked with so far they're all out of this union they're sick maniacs and almost all immigrants by the way too don't get rid of the immigrants that means i gotta do more work (laughs) and i know a lot of guys who are non-union that would be union in a heartbeat. Sure. Yeah. If it were the smart if, ones. If it were a little easier to get in, you know, I don't. I don't know if it would be uh, necessarily great for the union if it were easier to get in. But uh, you know, you get yeah. a lot more dues, but you'll get a lot more shitty. And you get a lot of guys shitty not workers working. too. I don't even know people yeah. talk bad on it. I always heard good things about the union. Yeah. My dad's a construction There's guy. Like There's like a pride thing. The yeah. There's like they have pride. Like I would never. Uh, what you get paid? How much? That's ridiculous. That's like I guys. was told by a guy who I used to work for. Right. I told him how much I make now, and yeah. you know my, how much my my union rate is, and he goes, "I don't know how you sleep at night." <laughs> That's what he they said. They get that jealous, and I'm about not rich. I'm no, not, he was jealous. He was I'm not like not even close to being Joe's a rich taking man. Taking advantage of the system is in his yeah. Head. He's he's basically say he, he thinks in his head. I know he's thinking like I'm charging a poor. Some poor contractor. I'm taking advantage of a 
some poor contractor. Wow. And, and now he has to pay me this, and he's home at night, and he can't pay his bills because I'm making so much. But you got to understand, the building, I'm working right now at World Trade Center uh, 4. Okay. Really? Wow. And this is billions. Billions of dollars. Of dollars. Billions. And the building next to it is billions. And the building next to that is billions. It's This is so much money in New York City. It's insane the amount of money that comes in and out yeah, of New York City. The fact that they City. think paying you that amount so, is a lot isn't a lot. Yeah, billionaires yeah. got together to, to make a building. And then goofy guys who can't relate out here find it insulting when you get paid $40, $50, $60 an hour to work for billionaires who... At yeah. the end of the day, are making bringing home a few billion a year. Like they're only they, paying you. Do you understand what a billion is? That's crazy. And they're only paying that because they have no choice. Yeah. But like they're they're still making out. They're still making out great. But if they were building the same thing in like Tennessee, then the workers would be getting eight, ten, twelve, fifteen dollars an hour, and they'd mm. be making more. But unfortunately, they have to do it in New York. They hate it. The fact that they have. To I pay still don't understand that attitude. I would just look. I'd be envious of that money, but I would never think that. Well, that, was, they, you know. some people can't see beyond, beyond their nose. I guess so, yeah. As the great agnostic front said. <laughs> finish that line. I can't. What ah. is it? Go, Richie. You finish you it. You can't see beyond your nose. That's how the line goes in an agnostic front song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget man. the rest of it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so okay, we do union work. Okay, what My was the question? So the question was enough? just basically how do you, what's, what are your feelings on non-union workers? Oh. Are they all rats? Oh. And, and I don't think so. There are rats. A, a rat to me would be a guy who is a union worker in, New, in like New York City. I know guys like this. They're union workers and they get, they, the, their company says like, oh, we're going to be slow. Uh, next week you're gonna have to sit two days next week and those two days they go to a non-union job right across the street and they work at a non-union job so, uh, break their heads that's, that's a that's rat that's dirty yeah that's not that's cool. taking, who are they that's somebody that's taking taking money out of their own pocket out of your pocket they're, they're you know they're, they're ruining the nice thing we have going kill so that's what a rat is but uh, not any anybody everybody has the the necessity to work everybody needs to work i'd yeah. rather not so i yeah i don't want to work well, why not but make you more have money to though you make more money that's if better. you have that's to do it yeah. better, yeah. make as much as you can of course you know that's that's the point of a union get as much as you can out of the out of the uh the system make it as fair as you can for you as it is for people who are pulling yeah. your strength and to right. do that you unionize which means strength in numbers yeah but unions are getting very weak because people are believing right-wing rhetoric, how the unions are destroying this, unions are destroying that. Unions, It should be a right to work. Everything that they want to trick us with, right to work. Well, that sounds good. We want the right to work. Yeah, it's a nice wording. It's it's worded real nice. What other crazy terms are there like that? Well, you know, you like, like to a have Saturday and Sunday, right? You like to have Saturday and Sunday off. There was no Saturday and Sunday before the labor movement in the United States. That's right. We worked straight through. Oh, wow. There was. Everybody worked through it. All you have to do is crack open anybody right-wingers out there. If you want to harken back to those days, just look at some 19th century accounts. Even in our great state of Pennsylvania for coal mining. And you want to talk about craziness? 12-year-old kids being sucked into glass works. Well, you know what? Just keep them off the streets, though. So that's what a union does for it. It gives you a health code. gives you an OSHA. So they can't make you do some totally dangerous-ass shit where you can lose a limb with no, you know, no compensation. That's what a union does for you. Amen. 
Look at Chris. Chris is fired up right now. Yo, get him, Chris. Edit in the national anthem behind that. Chris is in the archaeologist union, just so you know. You guys have a union, too? Well, check this out. We say right to work state. When I was a teacher, I was in teacher's union. That's cool. You know what other dislike, like a kind of sneaky name is? Citizens United. Yeah, that's a bullshit thing, too. That's where that's when they say corporations have the same rights as an individual. So a corporation can counts give as a person. Mad Joe running for president a billion dollars, hmm. and you know, well, Mad Joe's going to look out for that corporation. Yeah, was, be, uh, before this, Citizens United, which sounds great. Hey, do you want United Citizens? Yeah, of course. We don't want fucking citizens to hate each other. So anyway, <laughs> but there's all kinds of terms like that. I'm trying to think of other ones. I watched a special pro life Carl Rove, and he. Uh, Oh no! Pro life is another term. That's a Here little. There's more about it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, it's a little true. deeper. It's not just like these two words explain the whole thing. You know what I mean? No, there's there's. He hired a guy to work for George W. Bush, and this guy was like a wordsmith, and he invented so many of these like, you know, like uh, like homeland security type yeah. of terms. So they you know sound I mean? a certain you don't, way. Yeah. It sounds a certain way. Yeah, that's good. Like a non-threatening way, but it's just masking a uh, patriot act. Yeah. Well, Homeland you know, security that kind of shit. sounds like safe, but really means they're watching you jerk off. <laughs> Come on! But pro-life too, like you said, that pro-life makes it sound like if you're against that, it's a negative no matter I'm what. I'm pro-death. Yeah. Like, yeah. The only yeah, alternative pro-life, you're pro-death. You're pro-life, pro-life that's pro-death, the bad thing, so that yeah. sounds. But then they say, "Well, we're pro-choice." You know, right? Right. Say pro-choice, but the more times you say pro-life with people that don't understand. That person's not pro-life. If you just end it right there, you'd be like, ooh, what a scumbag. Fuck yeah. It. Yeah, but that's good. You know, the words. Right? Exactly. Smart. That's why you should right. never listen to any words. I think the right-wing <laughs> rhetoric, though, is, is very, they have that game, like, they're good at it, man. Yeah, the it's left-wingers like, are pretty good with it, too, right now. Sure. What do they got? What are they working well, with? Well, with everything, you can't say anything now. They're making it so they you just feel all bad words, about yeah. saying anything. You can't say immigrant. You can't say Muslim. You can't say... Terrorist, like it's it's a problem. Can't even now. say anchor baby anymore. Yeah, what's the world come to really? Well, so both sides have this this faction. You know, it's basically the majority of people are voiceless, so they get behind the Bernie Sanders and the Donald Trumps. Right, and then there's these this small minority that have a lot of power, a lot of finances. You might want to call that an oligarchy. I would call it might that you? if I knew what it meant. You, you, <laughs> oh, exactly what you just described. You? Really? See, I'm smarter than than I even knew. Rich, your new name is Oligarchy. Ola, first name. Garky, first name, last name. First name, Ola. Last name, Garky. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Drake? I, I fucking know. hate that Drake. Hey, I saw... Um, Get out of our country, Canadian. Jesse Ventura... It's kind of dissing Bernie Sanders a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he don't really feel him. He don't feel anybody who's a Democrat or a Republican. Hmm. So he, Bernie Sanders said that if he doesn't get the nomination, that he's going to back Hillary. And yeah. Jesse Ventura said, well, but I guess you can see he's not a true Republican or a, not a true uh, independent. He's obviously a Democrat, and I can't back That's that anymore. Voice too, bro. <laughs> That's a great Minnesota Jesse Ventura. Yeah, it was really good. Thank That's you. Good. That's Thank good. you. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Just like him next week. Yeah, I like I like Ventura, but he's too black and white. He doesn't see. But there are people I could understand people saying, "How could I like Sanders if he backed Hillary?" But that's what I say because I, I don't get it. Because Sanders, you know more than me, and I can't back that that broad. But you know more dirt than me. You got to. He has to. He's Come like, on, man. Been doing this so long. But Sanders isn't perfect. No dude's perfect. Sanders said a lot of goofy stuff. He's just consistently. 
honest. He just really believes the stuff he's saying. And right now, for me, that's good enough because I don't, I mean, Trump says anything. Yeah. Three things a day that are totally opposite. Hillary will do the same. Hillary's history is total contradictory well, of I mean, what she says now. If you're just watching the, the, the last round of debates, let's say the last six months, and you're watching Hillary adopt some of Bernie's points, man. She's oh, yeah. points. She so says she's it all totally the time. Swaying. She's totally swaying. She's being swayed by that. You <clears throat> know? But she won't commit to 15 beans. She won't commit to the paid-for uh, uh, colleges. Oh, people get mad about that $15. I know. Like, what the fuck is your for problem? For fast food just, workers, you know, they get fucking furious about it. Well, listen. That's <laughs> like a they lot, say, though. you can't have a, a starvation wage. It is, but that's a lot, life listen, is a lot. Let, let's life say, I don't know anything about any of this I will put it like this. Yeah. Let's say you have a, a, a what you consider a wacky job. Because sure. obviously you have no respect for the fast food world. Right, right. Which is fine. But let's say you work <laughs> in a place that makes billions ye- a year. Profit. McDonald's, billions. bro? Yeah. What's bigger than McDonald's? Coca-Cola? Yeah, Walmart. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I, know well, what they, I get so, what you're okay. saying. Yeah. So these people that work at McDonald's and Walmarts contribute to a company where like one or two dudes are making so much profit, it's insane. Yeah. So why wouldn't you, you you see your boss? If I was a construction guy and my boss was making ten million a year and he was paying me twenty, I'd be like, Yo, you know what Yo, it is? What though? the fuck? Now yeah. they're working. They they are making seven eight dollars an hour right and their bosses wage. make billions i guess it should be based well, on it, each corporation yo, you know if you're working for one of the richest corporations walmart you maybe you should yeah. make 50 yo, but so even out. if your job is minuscule and lame right your company that you work for is super uh, profitable productive right. and what is the word uh it's like winning it's like you know what was the word Nobody? Okay. I don't know. It's like just doing great. You're yeah, yeah, no, it's So why not? Why Prosperous? Wouldn't? Yeah, it's very it's a prosperous yeah, In that yeah, case, they should spread it. the wealth. Yeah. Yeah. But bit. listen, yeah. when they, when any corporation like, like Walmart or McDonald's, when they pay you a starvation wage, which is the $7 an hour. What do they hour, make right now? Like 8 bucks an hour. They make say. minimum wage for that's the most part. That's shit, though. So, yeah, that sucks. So when they pay one of those companies, that's a form of corporate welfare. Why? Because you can't live on that. They, right. you know, it's impossible. So what happens then is these people are forced into having state get, get government assistance. Even though they, 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 they work full time. But working full time, they still can't make ends meet. So then it goes on to the state to pick up the slack. So to I got to pay them. You got to pay anyway. Then you gotta, it, gets, it gets diverted. Yeah. So, so basically these ultra profitable it. corporations and companies They're are using by you, us. me, yeah. jo- are only able to pay these people so little because they know in the end these people will still have welfare, food stamps, yeah, and we sucks. all pay that. They yeah. don't. And you want to talk But they can clearly afford to pay that. Yeah. And listen, if it changes the price of a 99 cent burger to a dollar ninety nine or whatever, two dollars, three dollars, who cares? Yeah. All right. I but, think if you work a whole and, and not only that, but like if you can't get by, a guy that, that sucks, works at McDonald's, man. is he like dumb compared to a guy that makes photocopies in an office? Like what the fuck yeah, is the office what, guy doing? It's just what you want to do, you know. What you're well, not only to that, do. it's just like your that job is just as as mindless as the next. Sure, it's all money. Yeah, you, work. It, this this whole debate really brings out this like um, superiority complex. Supe- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and people really look down on people who who work in the service industry, yeah. food service industry. I never did. I yeah, think that's a that's hard job. Jobs, Way harder than I want to do. That's you know? most yeah. jobs is food service industry heavy, or retail or food service. been out of the states for fucking decades, man. Yeah, a Walmart associate, you know, yeah. they call you an associate, but a Walmart associate, a Target associate, yeah. a fast food yeah, worker, retail that's service. most yeah. jobs. Yeah. And most jobs are shitty. Yeah. yeah, man. And then you go up a notch, let's say, 
to the twelve fifteen dollar an hour range, Management and you get like an office sure. type of a job, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're making fifteen dollars an hour, but you're just sitting in the office, maybe making phone calls, maybe making photocopies, putting numbers into a screen. Oh. You don't have real skills. It's that's, not real that's skills. Somebody to me, just yeah. taught you how to put numbers into a thing, just yeah. like they taught these other people how to slice a bagel or or put a, a you know what I mean or whatever, like yeah, make, make some kind of food and shit. It's it's all mindless yeah. shit. Yep. And you always see the Facebook people say, you know, like some carpenter crying because the fast food worker might end up making more than he makes. Okay, well, whoever you work for. They might make, you know, 60, 70 Gs a year. So, yeah, that guy's not going to pay you like you want. And it's your choice if you want to work there. But the guy that these McDonald's workers work for or Walmart workers work for, he's making billions. Yeah, yeah. So what do you care? Mind your own business. It's not like, oh, I don't make that, so why should he? You don't work at the same place. That's why. And when you got a a company like Walmart that that outsources everything, it displaces American jobs anyway. The more you support it. Yeah. Because their supply chain demands it's cheaper every year. Christmas and American face. companies can't even compete. So it ends up in China. And then they just force it down more and more. Some third world country. I'm tired of this. Chris looks so that that mad is. right there. He looks so mad. Girls would be excited if they saw that. Yeah. He'd yeah. legs <laughs> like a cricket if they saw that. Make a cricket noise, Chris. And Chris, and you're also supporting the the uh, outsourcing of American jobs, too. Yeah, yeah you know, because you, it's cheap. You go there and then you, oh, I don't like a union job. You go to a fucking scab mart. And then it's just outsourcing it. So you're, you're contributing to it. You're helping corporate wealth. You don't like welfare? You got a problem with welfare? It ain't in the inner cities. It's in fucking Walmart. You're killing this country. Damn, Chris. Yeah, right, I got some really good. Let's talk about this. I just got some good shots with Chris's rage. The emotion in the face yeah, gonna, good to have that. He's spitting his rage. I'm going to make a post-America Respect podcast Derek. meme. Derek, who's your favorite band? Uh, uh, it's really, and hardcore band, go on. Favorite hardcore band. Buried Alive. Really? Wow. Yeah. Nice. I like the old Vogel shit like that. So you like uh, them better than Terror? Yeah. I like the more metal oh. I like those vocals better for Buried Alive, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I love Terror, though. Sorry, Scott Vogel. You're just going backwards. You're in reverse, man. You're getting worse as you get older. <laughs> I don't think so, but Derek does. I like all the Terror records, but Buried Alive. Uh, what was the one? Um, does the Death of a Perfect World? Is that what it's called? I don't remember what it's called. Who was I don't know. It's your favorite band. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you very many albums. We but played I, a show with Buried Alive <laughs> way back. In like, did you? At CC's? No, in like Albany. They were like Remember a that yeah, massacre they were like a show? Buffalo band. Yeah. Man, like a big riot oh, broke out. That one. Yeah, I can't even that talk show, details. Yeah, I don't know. You guys played with that them. show. They're a Buffalo yeah. band. I don't know how yeah. where Vogel's from. Actually, what is that? Buffalo. QE2. No, it was like some place in Newburgh, Poughkeepsie, but it wasn't. It wasn't one of the main ones. It was like some offshoot, like an arcade type place at the time, but. All hell broke loose and it was a deadly night. Bogies? It was, nah, it was like not, it wasn't a main. They played a heavy set though, Buried Alive. It was, uh, Bulldoze played, we played at the time, Crutch was the band, 25 to Life played, Buried Alive played. That's a scary show though. A couple handful of other bands and, uh, damn. Shit got real. <laughs> PTSD from that show, son. Shit got real. I wake up at night shaking. <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite hardcore band. No, they're dope. As far dope. as hardcore goes, I got okay, a lot of Okay, could you give bands. us a present one, though, that's active right now? I like more of the metal thrash. I like Power Trip. Such I like oh, uh, Power Trip. Yeah, I like Power Trip. Surprised they didn't cool, go with Wisdom cool. Chains. Yeah, he don't like it. I like... Uh, Shocked. That's like, I know you like if Iron I say Reagan. that in front of you guys. I like Iron Reagan a lot. Like Iron yeah. Reagan. We know those guys a little bit, right? Uh, well, I like uh, Well, I like Derek, tell the people what, what I just brought you today. 
I got a Iron Reagan shirt from the tour. That's why I brought tour. it up, and I was hoping he'd buy it. Yeah, the tour. I guess the Tyranny of Will shirt, it looks like. Yeah. See that? Last week, we saw our friend Ray for the first time since we're on from tour. Yeah, that's I dope. got him a bottle of Bacardi from a tour and a, and a shot glass <laughs> from Germany. There it comes. Joe gets him an Iron Reagan t-shirt from the tour. We're, I mean, look out for our people. We thanks, take Joe. care of our people. Yeah, it's right? a cool shirt. Everybody's spitting in our face. We're looking out. We, we give people meals. You know, We're trying to get guests over here, people. Come on. Yeah. You know, I wish you could give a shout out to the guy that asked the questions about the union, though. I know, me yeah. too. I'll, I'll, Fuck, I'll correct man. it next so week. So fucking backwards, man. Yeah, man. So you're into the fight game. Who's your favorite boxer? Uh, I like light heavyweights. That's my. That was my old division. Sergey Kovalev. This guy Derek Kovalev. Is deadly, by the way. Deadly. He can hit you from across the room. Long That's how arms. Long his arms are. Yeah, Derek, you have. What's your reach? You Eighty-three know you, inches, I think, across. Eighty-three yeah. inches. It's longer. I forget what's. Uh, what would be six four? Six, it's like eight, six foot seventy-two. Seven inches, foot right. is eighty-four. Yeah, I, my arms are longer than my height, or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty, crazy. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty long. It's a good one if you got a good that's jab. Like, that's like know. when I take a Viagra. I'm like that. <laughs> Eighty-three inches. Amen, Eighty-three brother. centimeters straight. <laughs> oh my god. No, that's good. This guy was a good boxer back in the day. He sort of gave it up. I don't know. He got I do into miss graffiti it, yeah. and running around. No, I, I took it two years off. I uh, I met my wife. I tried to do it for another year, and I couldn't put the weight down. I was 205, and I lost my first fight at 205, so it, yeah, was, so. it was a little rough. Was a kid from punk. No, I was a kid from, not Punxsutawney, Katanning. Black kid? Punxsutawney no, he's a white Phil. kid. You got beat by a white boy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. man. Yeah, Jesus. the only dude ever beat me, white guy. That's like one white guy. Embarrassing, bro. Derek, from you, Katanning. You trained with me a little bit, right? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about my skills? Very stiff, no? No, no, he's fluid. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's fluid. He he's fluid. like water. Like On Bruce tour, Lee. it was a lot of fun messing around with the with yeah, the speed mitts and stuff like that. That's that was the best, cool, man. So, how many fights did you have? Uh, unattached seventeen with the, with all the tournaments. They don't really count those. Like forty something, forty five. And you got one like loss. One loss. Yeah. Damn. Wow, man. You're like Rocky Marciano level this, huh? Yeah, it's it's a lot easier when you're fighting like in the lower, like when you move up in the AIBA, like if you're a certain age or whatever you're fighting, it's then it gets harder. Any any guy will tell you, like if you're sub-novice to novice, as soon as you hit open class, it's as good as you were, it all changes. You're fighting, you could be fighting guy. If you have 11 fights, you could be fighting a guy with 70. Ah. Uh, so it really, every, as good as you thought you were, it changes real quick. You you're, knocked I knocked down? six dude, Yeah, I've been knocked down. My last fight, I took a knee and I couldn't get up. That's how I got beat. Damn. But, yeah, in the couldn't second get up because you were beat down or you just No, so tired? for two weeks, my ear was whoa, whoa, whoa. Like ring, I couldn't move. My legs were, wib, you know, real wiggly. Oh, yeah. wow. It was really bad. And the doctor will come up to you, you know, when you're on. I couldn't get up for the standing eight count. And the doctor came up and checked my eyes. And uh, Do you have any people watching you? Yeah, my dad. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, Amanda gosh. saw me lose too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. And I watched the video later. I I was killing him in the first round, yeah. just picking him apart. I don't know what happened. He caught you with a fresh one. They said in his, my wife said in his corner they were screaming, saying all stuff. Uh, you know, they probably you know injected him with something. Maybe get out of oh, here. Come on, <laughs> really? No, no. He oh. he beat me good in the second round. Bad. Yeah. They injected him with fear. That was it. Yeah. Wow. But he hit me with forearms. Yeah. It, it hit me behind the ear. It What's hurt. What's his name? I'll get him for you. I don't know his name. I actually was looking I'll for the video. There's supposed to be a video around head. for that one. So what? He punched you like in the ear? Was that what happened? Yeah, he was. Uh, I was using my reach to keep at bay, and he was shooting uh, shooting around my arms, so he's hitting me with forearms, you know? so The ref don't care? Uh, or is that kind of legal? No, you could call it. We used to call it a kiss goodbye. Like if you're on the ref's blind side, uh, right. you could hit him in the ear. If the ref's on the right With side. With a butter churn punch? Oh, Joe knows about the butter churn punch. Hey, yo. What's yeah, your that, best punch? 
Uh, butter churn, baby. A butter churn punch. I How call many it. knockouts you had? Unattached, fourteen, I think, something like that. Like, what first, does that mean? Unattached? My first six. Like, if you're not in a tournament, Golden Gloves, PALs. Um, depends on where you're at. Like, we would they they count on your boxing card, but we wouldn't. Uh, we would count them unattached. I called it like. I got you. Or if you fought uh, without a team, we call it unattached. Once you but, get into this MMA bullshit, learn some moves. And get I'd love it. to. Dude, I can go with Joe. Joe was just saying there's a. Sh- you can't go with Joe. Place. No, no. He was, he was really explaining good, to me there's uh, a place in Scranton where really I good Gracie Jiu-Jitsu school up in Scranton now. Listen, you yeah, just, I'd love, I'd like to you feel just less. learn to take down defense. <laughs> Here uh, we go. Just avoid getting down. Yeah. That's what you got to focus on. You do that for six months. You learn that. So you stay on your feet, you'll knock the shit out of everybody. These guys <clears> smother <throat> your punches, man. That's where yeah, I'm scared. You don't want to be on the ground. You get you have no power anymore. No, you don't want to be on the ground. So I mean, take down, do defense, take down defense is great. Sure. You got to go like Holmes, like Holly Holmes style. She's a good puncher too. Now. Holly Holmes just yeah. got beat down on because, the ground. Because she made a mistake. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just saying it's harder to. It's a lot harder to not get taken down. Of course, than sure. of course. That, uh, it's very hard to my not buddy, get taken down. Jake from Pittsburgh. A lot of our friends just went and saw him at the True Believer Jiu Jitsu. He invites me out a lot to to try it out. But that's Pittsburgh, you know, five yeah. hours away now. So. My Code Orange friends. Are, they uh, train with him. Yeah. True Believer. Yeah, yeah, he's legit. I mean, he, from what they said. So, huh. but someday you should check it out. I think. See a guy like you with long, with a long reach. Yeah. And a, and a solid grip. Yeah, you will be. You will get good fast. At I want to go. I just want to find it's a place where if I like, get, if I end up liking it, I want to be able to go. It's a know, different where. mentality than like the striker mentality sure. of like. Well, well, boxing isn't just like go 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 go. Yeah, because there's a lot of like the you know sweet one, science. It's sure. a sweet science. So you got to know when to when to take off the gas. It truly. Yeah, you have to, to control the adrenaline too. Kickboxing is more like. Like just nonstop. That's what go, I should have did. To be honest, Muay Thai, I did karate you know as I mean? a kid. You know, I got I black belts in Hapkido, Taekwondo. You do? I, yeah, I got them. It's funny. My dad just brought all my belts down the shop for me. All my little trophies. But see, karate is not like jujitsu. They, you guys acquire belts through like experience yeah, from yeah. other people, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you can from a black belt. Well, we took tests, you know. And if you, you know, you get a yeah. belt, you got a belt. Everybody got a belt, you know. But I had a black belt. What's Hapkido? It's more like uh, like joints and takedowns, joint manipulation, stuff oh, like that. This guy might have a little sub. I'm your new manager. But, but <laughs> Man, Kuso fighting. You know, it's, it's funny. Hapkido, we, t- we learned a lot of like ground stuff, but I just don't really remember any of that stuff. We're going to get hit the streets or what, baby? I'm going to get you your first fight. I'll get you a couple short I don't think I, I think I can get down to 220 right now, maybe. I'll get you a couple divers. Don't worry. Come on. We'll set it off. I'll take a dive. Where's the no, money at? No, 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 no. Where's the money at? <laughs> Nice. So, speaking of money, you're yeah. a very prosperous tattoo artist. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Gorilla Studios. Yeah, we just partnered up. Uh, I had a Gorilla Studio in Meadville, PA. That's south of Erie. And me and Chris Jones, out of the, he worked for another shop. He got out of contract with them, and we partnered up, finally. Nice. So, Two yeah. incredible artists. Artists. Regardless of the tattooing game. Joe, you didn't say plural. Two incredible artists. That's like the Puerto Rican <laughs> version. Artistesses. Artistesses. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. What's wrong, dog? And, uh, we have a big Puerto Rican fan base. Artistesses. Oh, that's it. And um, incredible painters. Yeah. You went to, to school for illustrating, Yeah, right? I used to do publishing illustration right out if of college. If anybody knows yeah. our artwork, Derek did our album Missing Link. He did the cover. Yeah, I, st- I really like that And one, his yeah. partner did our cover of our newest, uh, the Chris owl. Jones, did the owl on our new record, yeah. The God Rhythm. Yeah. He paints a lot too. He really yeah. gets into that a lot. Yeah, know? I have a huge painting. They overcharged that he did. us, I'll tell you that. But hey, what are you gonna do? 
Yeah. <laughs> I have a huge painting that Jonesy did in my uh, my living room. It's, it's funny. I have one in my tattoo room next door to his room. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Jonesy's good. He did a nude portrait of me. Unbelievable. I mean, it's... He really got your curves down nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's like a nice shine my on the My belly dong. button was perfect. I, <laughs> I never got like to see it from that angle. Perfect shine on the dome. Belly button depth is a very important thing. <laughs> from the chandelier. Yeah. yeah. I used to be a nude model for... Uh, High school students learning how to. Uh, oh no, it was just junior, a regular model, but he just did it nude. <laughs> junior no one could students. understand why. <laughs> oh my! I didn't know. I, what do I know? Did you wear the fig leaf? Nah, oh. when they he ate the up. fig leaf. Maybe a little baseball cap, but that's it. Yeah. Well, I always have a Jesus condom Christ. on just in case. <laughs> just in case the, the the party gets heated up, you know. Uh. Uh, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, in college, oh, so our, almost, our life so drawing classes nude. in college always got real heated. You were up, almost you know? nude then. <laughs> no, this guy went to college for fucking drawing and yeah, yeah, four year degree. How's he do this? Fishing, boxing, karate. I'll tell you how to do it. You'd be mediocre at all of them. <laughs> never no, master one of them. Come on, you're no, humble, had, my friend. I never, hey, yo, I you hear I this guy never... play guitar? Oh my god, he's a master, a shredder, ripper, man. Dang, Chris hates said I'm a Chris hates any competition. No Chris way. loves playing with me because he can outplay me and make me look bad. Now you're at the table with Derek. I still think me and Mav should do like an Iron Maiden kind of twist. I was twist, trying to get know? him in his band so bad he wouldn't budge. You're not feeling it, man? He's into a new thing. He wants to play. He hates stuff. humans. No, he wants to do everything on a computer, a drum machine, a bass machine, plug direct. Tell him because they, don't, they can't understand you. A bass machine. Yo, he has a vocal, like he, he has a vocal machine plug-in. Yeah, I try to like learn how to record, man. It's he has a cool. lyric machine cool. and a vocal plug-in. He just I, like. I, I have the. the, the, the it's vocal, crazy. The vocalist like, 4000. Yo, he just bought this drum machine. And it's all cool, but it's like, yo, you got a drummer. You got a drummer. A great drummer. Him, though. If we want to scratch anything, it's impossible. What am I going to do? You write with him. You'd see what he's got. But what I get doing? it, though. This, all this stuff, you could sit in your room. You're, you're missing you're the point. You're taking a human element you're out of You're missing the point. I get it. I love sitting in my room, recording whatever I want to record by myself. Yeah, it's like you don't have to make the guy play it five fucking thousand times. They want to choke you and hit you with things. You just sit there. And it's just, in your just head, you know? Yeah. Well, why would you play five thousand? Like, you should be ready. You should, nah, I don't know. These guys are a different approach to me. I'm old school, baby. <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> Let's see what the drummer could do. Beautiful. I like it. Here's my riff. All right, lay it down. That's it. We should get Mav involved in this. A little bit of metal action. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying man, because I can't play. Me, well, we're doing a little side project. I got a couple side projects going on. Some Joe. really cool shit going on. What do you got, Richie? I got one on? with my man Derek right here. I, I hope I could last on it because he's shredding. He's ripping. I'm doing my best. Our old drummer Shannon's in it. We're writing more like, uh, I would call it uh, a ringwormy kind moody. Of uh, moodyish metal in in the vein of let's say from Dream Theater to All Out War. That's a good reference. Actually. Wow, a good yeah. reference. I would say if for a wow. newer for the newer element, more like a if you guys like the Black Breath or like a, mixed with like an old. I don't. Tuned, I gotta listen to Black Breath. That, that has that like real sl- sludge without being nasty sounding. I guess, yeah, I gotta check know. them out of here. You always mention it. I love Black Breath, but they just cut off that tour in Philly I wanted to go see. Son uh, of a bitch. For the death metal guys, it was Fuck them Black and Decapitated. And do, you, uh, do you find... Well, let me ask Richie this. Sure. Yes, go ahead, please. So, <laughs> all right, Chris is a shredder. Nobody better. Derek's a shredder. Unbelievable header. This is the shredder table. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable header. What the hell kind of? I'm just when you play with people that are on this level, do you find that it makes? Do you do you raise your level to match? You know what I'm saying? If a guy like Derek, who is, you know, like his skills are crazy. All right, so you're actually a crappy guy. Is it possible to get better by playing a really good guy? Oh my! Is that what you're trying to do? Not crappy, because Richie, you you don't shred like them, but you 
you what you do you do very well i'm a, you, I'm a great riff songwriter writer. i'm a riff, riff writer. writer yeah i like right and you you shred in, in a different this in more of thing. a soulful kind when of when i play with dudes if i chris writes a riff or derek writes a riff and i try to learn it i have to play a style that i'm not used to at all and doesn't come natural so of course it could make you better because you would never i would never write that riff i right. would never even play that way it's makes you think outside of it's like learning your element it's like learning a new language so you could only get smarter off it. But you hope in the end that after you learn their riffs, you could take some back to your own style, but it's hidden in there. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. you build up your own your own like bank, like your vault of possibilities. It's in your mitochondrial like whatever, DNA. Whatever you come up listening to will mold you. Like yeah. you, you're a good guitar player, but like a guy could be playing yeah. different different kinds of guitar like i've seen guys i thought were awesome at guitar but they didn't play leads or yeah. you know they have their own thing going on you know this yeah is, like i i feel like you got way better over the last like five years it's like specifically like five years hmm. and yeah, I like i don't know if that. you feel that same way about yourself but to me i see like a noticeable difference in you even in like your riff writing everything's like well, this is better this is my one problem i don't practice i just write if I would practice more, that would help. Like the boring scales and I things wish, like yeah, that. I wish I had more discipline of the art. But whenever I pick it up, I just want to write a riff. And the riffs are simple. But, oh, that's catchy. That's cool. That's good. And I never go to the next level of learning anything. I don't know where I am. I don't want to know what the notes yeah, are Yeah, but called. you're, you're you more know. for the vibe of guitar yeah, playing. You know what I mean? It, I was surprised he could. He, he's saying he couldn't play the stuff, but we played the other day. And he play, he could easily play it all. It's just his own way of playing it. You know? Well, I, I could learn. I, I maybe I have a decent ear. Sure, I just got my hands got to catch up. But yeah, your the, muscle memory. Their I've been, style. I've been don't let him bullshit you. He could do it. Their, yeah, he could their style do is it. a foreign style to me. Yeah, and mine's probably a foreign style to them. <laughs> definitely, but mine's a little. You know, it's easier to understand. They're they're yeah. writing cursive. I'm printing big. With a magic That's marker. any guitar player, man. Me and Mav could sit in a room and we both play yeah. solos, but I, we you probably have a Mav hard time playing each other's stuff. Riffs, but I don't know if you guys could. That's what I mean. That's Sometimes what I that's hard before. for guys. I don't know if you guys could it play is. together because I could see that they're very entwined in there because they play alone so much. And when you do play alone so much. It's true. You know, yeah, or some crazy yeah. shit could happen, developed. Mav. Or we're just yeah, I got or we could start <laughs> floating in the sky and dragons I know, like, and shit could come down. Yeah, yeah. explosion. Yeah, and <laughs> dragons. Dragons. And then we're just armor appears on us. <laughs> yep, that's what happens. Uh, when I when I see like a vocalist that's like really good, mm -hmm. it makes me wanna. It makes me wanna be better. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, like we did the the persistence tour. We did a lot of different vocal styles. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay, and especially with a guy like Zoli. Okay, very melodic. Very melodic and very disciplined with the way he he lives his entire day for it's the show, training his voice for the show. What you drink, what you eat. Yeah, well, everything is like time. a regiment to to get ready for that, and then he, he relaxes like you know an hour or two after the show. That's pretty cool. But the, from the moment he gets up, he's drinking. This amount of water, this yeah. amount of iced uh, banana juice. Yeah. This he's doing an hour vocal warm up before they even do the sound check. He wow. does one hour of warm up. He goes like this: me, 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 me. No, he doesn't do that. But what about <laughs> Vogel setup? Vogel, That's Vogel crazy. will always have a cup of ice. 
vodka and Red Bull. Always very disciplined about this right before he hits the stage. <laughs> Yo, he's his yeah, he puts his voice through hell. I don't know how he and did he it. he maintains it. Because when we got back from Yo, Persistence Store, it's wrecked. Dude, my voice is finally back yeah. to like yeah. my normal well, you voice. You had a combination of stretching your voice you weren't used to the long run and on top of it a sickness yeah so my voice That's is rough. just finally yeah. returning to like what it returns to, to strength be. it's crazy but good ref i feel like <laughs> it's I, I think maybe i'm hoping that i went up a level we're about well, to I remember record some new songs and uh, sick of it all he he taught you some stuff yeah lou taught me some stuff yeah uh so, sal from sworn yeah. enemy taught me yeah. a really cool the the Basically, the trick that I use all the time yeah. before we play, uh, even you know, so I, it's I good. Do it. These guys, you, you, they're career tourers. They do this for. They always are on tour. Yeah, they knew tricks. They taught you stuff that you, you probably didn't know. So yeah, it's good. That's cool. Same man. thing with the yeah. guitar. You add it to the stuff. Oh, it's you an know, instrument. You put it's an There's always something to learn, man. There's no yeah. such thing as a bag. I think I know everything. By there is now, no such but thing. I mean, you know. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad guitar player, just it, bad guitars. Well, no, I think that's, that's like definitely not pe- true. Yeah, people are gonna want to want to express themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's something to be learned, no matter you know, even if it's not your style. There's always some kind of a technique that you could pick up that you might not have sure. thought of. That's just beyond yes. the horizon. You know what I mean? So there's always something to learn from somebody playing. You can always check something out and, and incorporate it into your, like Richie said, man. You incorporate it into your little repertoire. It's like anything. So you should try cool. to play but with the thing all to do. The trick is people, to not make it obvious, like right. Oh, you been messing with that dude? You sound just like him now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Don't don't want to bite people. That but happens if I listen to too much Black Sabbath. Because a lot of people said that to Eddie like back in the day after really he was jamming with me. You see, yeah, you see that in tattoo, the tattoo world a lot too. You see yeah. people like sweating somebody's style, and then every all of a sudden, tattooist now is a traditional tattooist. Oh, I hate that no. crap. I don't want to see an anchor or an Indian with a red cheek. Indians don't have red cheeks. <laughs> you ever see an Indian with a red? They don't blush. Holy shit. Holy What's the one with the girl with the black circles around her eyes? Uh, you ever see know. that one? Yeah, a lot of guys do, do that. Traditional. A lot. And then when you show them a cool tattoo, to be like, will that last though? How about- I don't care if it lasts a week. I'd rather have this for a week than that ugly traditional crap for the rest of my you life. Ask him like this. <laughs> oh, Say, you gotta be like, yo, I'm what are you working here? On? <laughs> what are you working on a fucking tugboat? Like, what are you, what are you getting this thing? You see? <laughs> like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here! It's not 1920. I don't fuck with that traditional tugboat. He says, I but that's true. Like what what Matt said. <laughs> If you travel around with different artists, it's good to be diverse or whatever, just like music, you know. But uh, yeah, you but, can pigeonhole yeah. yourself, though. I go with the PRTs. <laughs> What's that, Richie? Puerto Rican tattoos. Hey, oh, I thought maybe it was a praying hands. You want stuff that lasts? The Puerto Rican tattoos last. Give me a black line with another black line next to it. Make it look like something. End of story. Prison tattoos. Well, I wouldn't call it that. You like the prison tattoos? I've done PRTs. Yeah, Derek Richie someone. likes the quickest tattoos possible. Oh, I hate getting tattoos. He plays like he hates them a lot. We've been in his house three in the morning, tattooing his arm. He was fine when there was nobody <laughs> no, I was around. Dying. Yeah. I was dying. Yeah, yeah you didn't like it. Very. I it almost p- fainted. I said, "Call an ambulance." Did you think back on that? We were tattooing in the dark, pretty much. I think. Yeah, I, I remember there was a light. Maybe yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Derek's so he good. He wants the real prison atmosphere of tattooing. Yeah, like that. Derek, what's your Instagram? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, what's, your, uh, what's your Instagram? Let the people know where they it's, can see uh, your work. It's Verici. It's G U E R R I L L A Verici. It's V O R I C C I. You're gonna get 1.2 mil new followers. But that'd be really cool. We yeah. just gave you the post America bump. I don't push it. You enough, know what? Actually, after he tattooed me, I, I put a picture up. I said tattooed in my kitchen. You know, 3 that was cool. I like and then that. some broad who I don't even know chimes in. Ooh, that's not this. That's not that. Blah blah blah. I said, "Bitch, who is you? You just don't have the. 
Yeah, that's what I said. I said, you just don't have the power to bring your favorite tattooist to your house right. instead of going to his spot. That's the kind of pull I got, lady. <laughs> it, was, it, was you. it was sanitary. Fuck out of here. It was tile floors. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think we're doing? Sanitary. Like, everything was covered. I know Sanitarium. <laughs> Metallica's dope. I listened to that the whole way here. What's, oh, the, yeah. best, what's the best Metallica record, Derek? Master Puppets. Everybody said Seconds that. Ride the Lightning. I don't like really a lot of them mm. after that, to be honest. Kill Em All is dope. I like Kill Definitely Em All, but it's so, if you have to listen to that on its own, you can't do like a Metallica yeah. marathon. And Justice for All is good. The recording sucks. I hate the, that scooped guitar on there. Oh. And the Black Album's got some high points. The first, I really uh, like the Black Album. I just, the first record I had was Justice for All. It's dope, but the guitar and is Tobin, funky on that, yeah. though. Tobin said, because uh, I, was, I was always like... I just didn't like metalheads in my sure. when I that I grew up. We don't around. like that long hair crap. And um, so I just never liked Metallica. Right. I never even really heard it. Well, they were the like the epitome of that, you know. The metal so Tobin metal. said, "Buy this tape, and if you don't like it, I'll buy it off of you." He's like, "I promise you, you'll like it." That's how confident Tobin. Yeah, was Injustice for All. And if you don't like it, I'll buy it off of you. Oh, I see. That was Injustice for All. That's awesome. And I liked it a lot. Dyer like Z was my favorite song. I love that whole CD, but like I feel like if they took the guitar from Ride the Lightning and redid that whole yeah. Yeah. CD right with Ride the Lightning guitar, Let me just it would say be this. probably one of their best CDs. One of, Dyer Z was crazy. I listened to that song on the way here, that's too. That's great. But one of Mad Joe's low points in life has to do with Metallica. <laughs> no. Why? What's the, right, the, what is the low point? You think it is, but I still think it's a great song, and I still love it. So yeah, it's a, it is a good song. What we song? had a debate about what is the hardest Metallica song ever. The thing that should not be, or in my opinion, uh, Creeping Death, or the oh, thing yeah. that should not be. Those okay. two songs. I said Damage Incorporated. That's do- yeah, but that's a what did you say? That's dope. Yeah, battery. Battery. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, See, I don't want to change my shit. Okay, but, you know what Mad Joe said? What? Tell him, Joe. Don't Sad do but true. Sad but true. Come on. You should have said it just now, like how he sings it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a cool song, but well, not, I like the guitar. Not hard at all. It's like they're trying to be ACDC for a track, you know. Cool. I just love that. I, when I, you listen to it, it's real repetitive, but yeah. I think that riff is really hey, cool. Hey. That CD dang, had dang, uh, Of Wolf and Man, though. If they would have recorded Of Wolf and Man back in like the Ride the Lightning days, that's and a really good oh, that song. Is, yeah, it's yeah, a it's great, great, man. Song, no, great Black Album's really. pretty good. Unforgiven, great track. Yeah, Master of Puppets, I only say that because it's cool front to back. That's How many favorite. songs is it? Eight, seven, eight songs? Yeah, great. Great the whole album. way through, awesome. And they are the Kill Them All to me is great too, but totally, it's like a different band. Almost. I have to g- kill them like all. It's like the verge me- of punk in between yeah. punk and thrash. It's dope. I wouldn't be listening to metal if it wasn't for Kill Them All. So yeah. I have to give that album yeah. credit. That like Testament's old like legacy. And since, oh yeah, yeah legacy. Yo, and, since I just mentioned ACDC, is this true that Axl Rose may sing for? ACDC? I saw it on Facebook. I don't know. Really, oh, man. That, that I thought it was bullshit, but then they showed a picture of them leaving the studio the other day. Wow. What, what are they cool, trying though. to do though? That's I don't not know cool. They that want to keep touring. Out, well, now they don't got Malcolm, right? And then they got yeah. now they're going to have Axel singing. But That's yo, weird, Axel could do his own. Like just do yeah, Guns what is he Roses, thinking? homie. I don't know. I don't know. I love. Guns I mean, if he fills in and does him a favor. That's cool. But I just don't. Uh... Yo, that would be the any ACDC tour sold out huge. Oh yeah. Imagine they're hitting the road with Axel. That's insane. That's huge. Just man. financially, yeah. it's for a the huge I, mean, I think it's pretty cool. I like to hear it. I would check. it Think of his voice and then think he's he's a more he's. More of a serious version, as far as vocally, of the. the well, and he's in that guy. range too, guitar wise. Yeah, sound pretty rad. I yeah, think, he yeah. can sing like that, and plus he's got more. So m- what's melody. wrong with the singer? Why isn't he doing? That's it? That's what I don't know. They're well, they're dropping him? guys too. I think Malcolm's sick, real sick well, too. Right, the one dude had a stroke, so their brother, Angus's brother, guitar, yeah, came yeah. in. 
won the album. So he, he filled them in. They had the old drummer came back. And then the singer had a problem when he was going deaf, like he had a problem with his inner ears. Oh, that sucks, so they had to pull him off. He, he already started the tour and he had to leave. Uh, well, have you ever so seen ACDC live? How loud Some people they say are? that's nah. bullshit, though. Jeez, that's probably why. I don't know. Man, they're really loud. But Yeah, some people say it's bullshit, though. They just wanted them out. Mm, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, that's a little music news. The inner politics, we don't know about that. All right, boys. Nah, shut up. <laughs> Chris, you're doing it already, Chris? It's only been like a half hour. <laughs> Over an hour. What? That's all right. I think got another 30 minutes in there. Thanks for having me on, guys, and thanks for the rigatoni. We ain't going nowhere. Don't sweat it. Yeah, yeah that's right. I made, I made my people some rigatoni sausage. Some sweet sausage. Hey, you know what? Good. I'm going to break this news to the world right now. What happened? That Jotham Oliver is no longer vegetarian, and I'm sorry if that breaks a lot of your hearts. That's that's old news, though, no? Well, not to you. But, it doesn't you break know, my heart. Oh, a lot not, of people oh, out there think I am, but listen, I'm not. listen, listen. The vegetarian bullshit like that. Uh, we, Joe would had you know he goes back and, and forth. I said he get her. I will be vegetarian again at yeah, at some exactly. point in my life. It's good but, to go back and forth. Yeah, when I first met you, guys you, did it for health reasons. This right? is this is healthy, what we're but. serious about. Yeah, it was just sort like of. something I needed to do. Sure. At the time yeah. Yeah. in this camp, we're serious about rocking out. Boom. <laughs> and we're serious about the X straight Pow. edge baby. All right. That's how we live. Vegetarian, yeah, yeah, for a little while. You want to lose a couple pounds. You want to hang out with a certain broad. Or on and, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Rich. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's you got to pretend like you're playing the game. Man. Oh, yeah, I don't like that either, baby. That's crazy. I don't eat that stuff. I'm nice to animals. That's all. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm not, uh, you know, whatever. I just. That's cool, man. Some people. Th- you but know, you didn't even eat the sausage tonight. You didn't have none. So I was it's like, really good, the sweet sausage. I just ate a couple of nuggets while yeah. we were sitting here. So. I was vegetarian I for a few years. Do you know where I went? It's when I stopped being vegetarian. When? We were on a rebellion tour, the second rebellion tour. And three, four nights in a row, I probably vegetarian for four or five years, right? Yeah. Three, four nights in a row, there was crap. There was nothing to eat except potatoes. Ugh. And usually, it's, they got good alternatives on tour, right? Yeah. So the fourth day in a row, I'm not going to say who was with me, but also a, a vegetarian was nobody in my band. But uh, they said, yo, this wiener schnitzel look is good. And I, I, I love wiener schnitzel, especially they in Germany. Yeah. They had a tray oh, of wiener schnitzel and then a tray of lemons. That's all I need. I squeeze that lemon right on it. Oh. And then for the vegetarian section, it had potatoes, like just boiled potatoes. That's the problem. They don't give you good shit. Usually man. they do, though, but this yeah. was the third or fourth night in a row. So I said, you know what? Yeah. If you eat that, I'll eat that. <laughs> <laughs> we you both looked go, around go We looked over our shoulders <laughs> That's fucked up Looked around the corner Opened the garbage can See if anybody was in there Bam We started housing that shit Nice man. It's the best wiener, wiener schnitzel You ever had And then after life. that Like yo what are we gonna do So the last show of the tour We flew out By ourselves We left the tour package And we flew to Greece To do our own show <laughs> And we Had an extra day off in Greece And we went To what do you call that mountain Oh, we were in. Uh, we went to the uh, the uh, Plaka, the old part of Athens. Yeah, but what's that mountain? The Acropolis. So we went to this old part of Athens. We went to this restaurant where I got Lizzie, this baby. This it was just called the meat platter. Oh my god! It was like a platter, like you would serve a giant turkey who on. just uh, like someone who just won a war <laughs> yeah and like it was the just Ro- Romans returned home from victory it was overflowing with just lamb I picture all those movies of the sausages and yeah. chicken the pieces. Oh, it, was yeah. it was an incredible yeah. amount of food yo and then the next night yo we ate we had a good time in Athens man yeah that was a good that's trip. a place I've never been all the tattooing in Europe dope. and that went with you guys I and never you know been who to came Greece? out to chill with us for one day who's that ammo 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he he goes everywhere, right. though. He does. He goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. What a guy. Man. What a guy to have. We, walked, we dragged him around the Acropolis. Yeah. Jeez. Yo, you know, the first, uh, I was vegetarian from 14 to 21. When yep. I first knew you, I, you okay. were a veg. I remember that. And which you mentioned before that we used to work together. Yeah. So it was uh, it was just right before Thanksgiving, I remember. It was like a cold day, and Richie... <laughs> We were working at some place way out in the woods, it's like freezing. sheet rocking or something. You got to bring your food, otherwise you don't eat. So Richie brought a bag of bread, like a loaf of bread. I go like an old man. I know. <laughs> yeah, and a plastic thing of like cold cut turkey. Yeah, and like, like a I don't put the sandwich together. I keep yeah. I put maybe it some mustard or something like that. Yeah. And uh, he's sitting across the room at lunch eating, just making sandwiches and eating them. <laughs> oh, my. And I wasn't saying anything. I was just, like, looking at Richie eating these I could feel his sandwiches. stomach vibrating on the crate. And Richie just, like, kind of saw my eyes, like, looking at his sandwich. And he's like, what, do you want a sandwich? And I was like. It's like Tiny Tim Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I want I said, a sandwich. I said, So I made a turkey sandwich, and then I broke, I broke a veg. Damn. That day, and that was right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So then I got to go to Thanksgiving and really that must be your first. Was that your first Thanksgiving? That was probably my first Thanksgiving because too. he was in that crazy Jehovah's wow, Witness bullshit. That so was his first Thanksgiving. By the way, shout out to all the Jehovah's Witnesses. The memorial just passed. Oh, right. Jehovah's, what's up? Their one and only holiday, the memorial. And, yeah, they uh, party down. Hope it was a good one. The, pre- the team. What can I say to them when they come to my door? There's a thing I can say to them where well, they'll never bother me. You're right? If you were like, if you got like. Disbanded or whatever from yeah, the yeah, it's a word. I mean, shit. I don't apostate. Even, right? It's called apostate. Oh, okay. I don't you, do that. I don't. Even, I'm not. You say, that like say, I'm surprised you're here. Normally, you people consider me an apostate. Oh, they, yeah. they won't come back. They will that. never come back. I'm just curious. <laughs> I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be like that. I just. No, I, nice I knew there was a thing they you could say to kind of keep them away from your house or whatever. Oh, Hoya Rock says a prostate. <laughs> That's funny. A prostate. I'm a prostate. They definitely won't come back then. <laughs> like, I'm I a prostate. Some, uh, I'll give you the prostate Look curse. at his hands on the fi- yeah, Chris, it's like, it's teetering, it's teetering. Listen, people at home, this could end at any time. Just it could end now. at any time. Just but, you know, now. we're not But we need to test it, this card know? out because we don't know how long this We need goes. to know exactly how long. And so I let me Chris start a story. fucking with us. This might be the best story ever, so we'll hope it. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's the story? Uh, fuck the whole thing off now. <laughs> no, I want to, Derek, what what's was up, your buddy? first job? My first job? I washed dishes. Yeah? Yeah, it was funny. I moved from Michigan to here. I was 14, and I lived in the hideout in Lake Ariel, and I washed dishes at the, like a recreation center in the hideout. That was my what first job. What part of Michigan are you from? Uh, shit. I'm, my dad's from Detroit. I grew up in northern Michigan, and we moved down. I was in Redford in Detroit. For a while, is that where all the Muslims live? Eh, there was a lot. There was no, a, lot of, a lot of Italians, a lot of Polish people. It was called uh, what's that place in Carmack? No, Patramic? Patramic? Yeah. Pantramic? Yeah, Pantramic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's had a thing on uh, CNN. Pantramic, the big Muslim population, looked like an alright spot though. Good food. Yeah, halal yeah. food. Yeah, there's a lot of nice spots in Michigan though. I mean, Detroit's cool too. It has its own stuff. Greek Town's fun, but. Uh, yeah. I have family still like up north, like Fowlerville. Um, I got some family in Ann Arbor, stuff like that. Yo, in Greektown, I had this, this, went to this Greek restaurant and I got this flaming cheese. Oh, yeah. man. That's dope there. Nice. There's Pizza is there. It's a good spot. Yeah. I won a lot of money at the Greektown Casino yeah. last time I went. Yeah. Nice. $9,000 I won. Joe Chris, got tattooed was, there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Daryl Maniac, man. Rest oh, in peace. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Rest in peace, baby. I got a no turning back tattoo. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He had a real cool shop at the time there. Very cool shop. That's a cool yeah. spot down there. Yeah. yeah. I can't really claim Michigan these days. I've lived in Pennsylvania a lot longer than I've lived Pays in Michigan. Where's that, yo? Come on. Yeah. It Come is. On. I like Pennsylvania. What are you going to do? Chris, what was your first job? Uh, pump gas. Pump gas. Yeah. How old was gas? 
Oh shit! I was, <laughs> oh shit! Nice. I was thirteen. Ah. I got working papers. Yeah, I remember getting working papers at yeah. school. <laughs> I didn't have to. And do Richie that. was a pin setter. Yo, my that first wasn't job. My first, but yeah, I was a pin setter. Oh, your first was a lot clearer. Uh, no, no, that was um, my first was a dishwasher too at Birchwood. Oh, at Birchwood, that's nice. pretty cool. And I used to ride my bike there. Yeah, and it was like I used to ride my bike home two two thirty three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and yo, crazy. people understand like we moved from New Jersey to around here. Around here back then, now kids are all pussies. But back, yo, young kids would fucking ride their bike. Yes. 20, 30 miles. That's what yeah, it was, man. man. Like, I'm talking yeah. eight, nine-year-olds. Like, just... Well, you did that for fun as a kid. If you thought yeah. about all the miles you were doing your yeah, bike. Yeah, I had a dishwashing job. Same thing. I had to... I worked yeah. at, at Brandley's Pizza in Foxmoor Village. That's not around the corner from and where nah, you live. Nah, man. Yeah. It was probably at least a 15-mile bike ride. <laughs> and crazy. I would ride my bike there. And I had to. I would get home every night at 1, 2 in the morning. Yeah. I would go to the movies after work. Oh, and then hop back on my yeah. bike. And, Didn't you know. even think anything of it. Yo, this one time, I used to cut through the woods to get to this other road. So I used to go like through these woods on a trail, pitch black all the time, get on this road, and it's Cherry Lane Road, which is already like just a trail, paved trail. So anyway, one time I'm coming home, I almost ran right into a bear on my oh bike. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I Dude. almost had a heart attack, and it was in it was during the trail part. I didn't even get to the road yet. So I went all the way back, and I, the chef was still there. He let me in. I called my house. My brother was awake, and at one time I asked him, come pick me up. And he came pick me up. He said, why do I have to pick you up? I was like, <laughs> I almost ran into a bear riding home. He's like, isn't there another way to go? I was like, wow, this guy. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, man. Yeah. I had a cool job I, uh, when I was 15, too. My dad let me work on a construction site on the, one of those bobcats with the two handles, oh, you know? Oh, I'm 15. Yeah, 15 years old. Well, awesome. I think he was just trying to get, he was doing yeah. his thing on the job site. So he's like, oh, I'll push these rocks with this thing, you know? But I, we would do like, you could do spins with those, and of I course, you're a kid. You could do that. wheelies with those, yeah. Because yeah. like, you go all the way back, and when you push both handles forward, the whole fucking thing will go up and scrape on the engine on the back. I always wanted to but try one of those. They were yeah, awesome. That looks yeah. This had the tires, though, not the uh, the army tank treads. You know, this was really cool. They were fun. My first yeah. job was cleaning the Shawnee. It was a, a gym, but it was called Shawnee Racket Club. Oh yeah. And it was just like a, you know, whatever. They had racquetball courts and basketball courts and Could you play ball when tennis you were just hanging courts. out and stuff? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that, and my, so my job was to clean it after they closed. Oh, wow. That'd be cool, actually, so, yeah. I, and they were, you know, they closed at 10 o'clock, 10.30 or something like that at night. And then I would, all my friends would show up. And yeah, I'd clean it half ass for five minutes. And then so it was like locker rooms <laughs> and stuff? Yeah, there was locker rooms. Any of the old timers try to get with you? No, no, no. I saw a lot of old balls. <laughs> old balls, uh, yeah. I saw a lot of old balls. <laughs> Yeah. They're not shy about showing their balls on old guys. I don't know why old people just they don't love give it. After a while, why do you care, man? After a while, you're like, you know what I mean? It never gets where you're used to it, bro. Like the boxing gym was always like that. Dudes just want to show their balls. I don't know what it is. Balls <laughs> it's just the balls. It's, it's, it's not even the shaft. Yeah, they, they lift their dick the right balls. up and just like, show you the balls. What's yeah. up? Check out my sack. That's fucked up. That's like a Dana. What Dane Cook skit about that? Is it? Is it? When he sees his dad's balls for the oh, first yeah. time. Oh my god. Why do people hate on Dan Chris? Cook look at so Chris much? over there. Ah ha! You're already a liar. He had the one CD. He had one CD. It was uh, the first CD Dan cooked. It was really funny, man. Yeah. With I, the Kool Aid skit on it and all that, it was really funny. Yo, there was just on TV on one of the channels. There was a Dan Cook movie marathon. Really? I was like, this guy was in movies. It was like three or four movies yeah, in a row. He was in some movies. pretty big deal movies. He did man. a lot of like romantic comedies. Yeah, that's he what did one with Jessica yeah. Alba, right? Or was that Dan Cook? Yeah, Jessica Alba. The one he's like, she's like a dolphin trainer or some shit. Yo, these movies are so already. ridiculous. Yeah, I don't hate Jessica Alba though. Like these movies are ridiculous when you think about them. Like, yeah, they are. 
a dolphin trainer. How about like a Fifty First Dates or whatever? Like, come on, man. the premise is of the movies is? is really insane. Yeah. Adam Sandler yeah. and Drew, come Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. You're gonna go through that shit every day. What? Scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas. Scraping the oh, bottom yeah. of the... Oh, I thought you meant it a card. Well, we all come across. Now you guys are getting nervous about that nah, button. Nice we got to find so out how long nervous. it goes at some point. So this is just going to end whenever it ends. Yeah, and we're not going to say care. goodbye to you people today. <laughs> yeah. You know where to find us on Twitter at Post Americans. You know, you know where to yeah. email us at post america podcast Yo, our twitter sucks right i don't have to say it out loud <laughs> that you can follow us on instagram at post america podcast you already know that so we're just gonna keep talking and when it ends it ends yeah the biggest complaint we have is they say it's never long enough yeah that's exactly what she said too people say <laughs> they want eight nine hour episodes Yo, how long does Vinny Paz's friggin' thing go? Long, Yo, I haven't man. heard Vinny's thing. Is it good? Yeah, it's good, man. I like Vinny, though. Just got, he's got one guy with an accent, though. It's so bad, a Philly accent. Really? He oh, slurs man. the whole time or what? Meow, meow. It's like they're almost like cats like getting dragged, the Philly accent. You know? Yo, if you want to hear something funny, Google the, um, oh, what are they called? It's, there's two twin brothers. They have, they're, they have like a funny sports show. It's uh, Jason and... Oh shit! What is their fucking name? I gotta Google it. But they do like a Philly impression. Oh yeah, it's good. And it, both of them do it, and it's so funny. Yo, I was telling you about that Philly impression on Always Sunny when Dennis yeah, is doing that. that. Oh shit, yeah, that was perfect. Fucking dying. Man. I always have a couple of key sentence I always say when I do my Philly impression. I can't do it. <laughs> they don't even know who we are, do they? <laughs> right? That's good. Asshole. I'm Googling it so I can Which tell you one of people our friends the name because it's really the funny. harshest Philly accent. Oh, man. Harshest Philly. Like our friends at... Oh, Bosco. Bosco has the harshest Easy. Philly accent, yeah. yeah. Zach Hales. has a little bit of a, uh, has a little uh, Philly uh, Can I use that tail? <laughs> tail in, in Philadelphia means towel. Okay, yeah. tail. Tail. Okay, tail. it's right. the Sklar Brothers. S-K-L-A-R. And the Sklar Brothers do a really funny back yeah? and forth Philly conversation. Oh, no, no, they're from um, they do the Atlanta. Accent, I'm going to yeah. tell you this about Philly. Hot spot for food, baby. Yeah. It's Yo, it's spot for and the, food, baby. The world is starting to know about it. There's yeah, a lot get of, out of here. Stay out of there. There's a lot of uh, food shows yeah. happening right now. I'm going to say about, the Northeast, in America, Northeast, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, you got some dope spots for food, man. After that, you get more, like you don't get as much diverse, but you got a strong one or two things. Yeah, but yo, Philly got some hot spots for food. I need to spend more time in Philly just eating. I think Tacanelli's very good pizza, different, very different. This is how they do business at this place, Tacanelli's. You call the day before, you say, "Oh, I'm coming tomorrow. I want, I want four doughs, doughs." All right, not I'm not speaking Spanish. I'm talking about dough. All right, so you got four doughs. You go there, they got four pizzas ready for you. You can't just walk in. Not pizzas. Like you say, oh, I got the four doughs. I want one of these, one of those, one, two of these, you know. And then you tell them what. So they only have a certain amount. So you call up. You'd be like, oh, I want, oh, we got none left for tomorrow. So they have a certain I amount. I love spots that like You that. reserve the dough? The dough. I like yeah. that. Wow. That's pretty cool. And it's a, it's a unique style of pizza. Very unique. It's kind of like a thin. It's good flavor, though. Good. It's uh, 
called Tacanelli's regular neighborhood spot. It's not in an area where you would go shopping and look in a gap window. You go like for that. just that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a good pizza spot. Then, of course, you know the more famous spot. Is it Tommy Denix? Is that the pulled pork place in Redding Terminal? I've been there. I don't know if that's where, where it's at. But. Tommy Denix. Google. Pulled pork. Yo, this place. Yo, it's Broccoli Rob, pulled pork provolone. Oh, my wow. God, man. On a hero. Or as they would say, Ooh. a sub. That sounds crazy. No, what would they say down there? Hoagie. 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 <laughs> Hoagie. Tommy Denix. Tommy Denix. Tommy Denix, baby. Yes. That's nice the word, one. Oh, let's go right now. It's uh, just called Denix Roast Pork. Denix Roast Pork. Yeah, I've been there. That's Beautiful. Good. You know, by Galeno's house, too, Sean, our friend Sean. That's, uh, that's he, a he takes me to some spot for and food. I like pizza North spots. Jersey. Yeah. You got, got dope food. Zeppelin's, you get the pizza, you get all yes. that. Yes. The pizza at that joint, eh, but it's an all-night kind of joint. But I like their attitude, how you were just saying. You go in, and, and if you yeah. don't know what you want right away, they get mad. They like throw that. you a brick yeah. at your head. Yeah. <laughs> North Jersey got great food. You can hardly find any Metagon There's, food. There. Uh, I always talk about Dickie D's Italian hot dogs in North Jersey. Oh, yeah. I still have yet to go to that spot. Well, that it's, awesome. a, it's this what it is. It's a, basically, it's like a pita, but it's made out of pizza dough, so it's a big bread pocket. Oh, man. Think of a bread muff. All right. <laughs> They fill well, it. Now I can't with do anything else but think of that. Two foot long hot dogs that they fry. They throw these hot. 